Yo, what's good, y'all? It's your boy Carson, aka Scars and Look. It's the official first episode, rebranded first episode, but first episode of the Scars Make Stars podcast, where we interview people on how they became stronger from their struggles and became a star from their scars. And today, who do I have with me? Introduce yourself. Hey, what's good, y'all? My name's Byron Pritchard, you know what I'm saying? Um, I go to school with Carson, that's how we met. And um, I do a little photography on the side or whatever. So I'm just happy to be on this podcast and, you know, have a good conversation. Yes, sir. Hey, and bro, tell me, tell me, what school did we meet at? Let's, just, let's keep, let's, we got to inform the people because this might go viral, you know? Yeah. So um, we met at uh, Georgia Tech, you know what I'm saying? One of the more tougher schools in Georgia, I would say. But um, I'm doing electrical engineering over there. And I know Carson doing business. So, yeah, it's definitely a grind over there. But that's pretty much where we met at. Yes, sir. Yeah, bro. And uh, just so y'all know, I mean, area, all my audience knows, I actually don't attend Georgia Tech anymore. I did do business, but now I'm, you know, running my own business. So, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all shop. But let's 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 neither here nor there. Let's let's just jump deep. Let's just get a deep dive into the scars make stars topics into the first episode of the scars make stars podcast. Number one. Byron, I want to know a little bit about you, bro, since, you know, obviously before you discuss, we discuss like how you may have been emotionally scarred in your life before previously. Just to get people some context on kind of your upbringing, childhood, where you from and kind of, you know, you know, up, like not right now what you're doing, but just give the people a little bit of context on like who you are, where you from, things of that nature. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So um, I grew up in Marietta, Georgia, and I kind of come from. My parents were divorced when I was, I guess, around 10 or 9. So I've pretty much been living with my mom, you know, throughout middle school and high school and whatever. And um, growing up, I was a really quiet kid. You know, I dealt with anxiety, you know, in elementary school, middle school, even high school. So I was always afraid to, you know, break out my shell, you know, go for, you know, like, like you know, I crossed doing this business. I was always, you know, scared to do something like that. So I was just, I was just being in class and... I just, after class, I just come straight home because I didn't feel like talking to nobody. And, yeah, so I guess what really changed that was when I got to college. And I just really wanted to expand my horizon. And I wanted to really, you know, get out of my comfort zone, for real. So I just, I, I started attending this college ministry called Wesley. And that kind of helped me, um, it helped me be more social and create a better bond and connection with people. Then also in doing that, I became one of their photographers. So that's kind of how I, you know, started taking photography serious. And that was about two years ago. And I actually transferred, I used to go to Waldosa State University, but I transferred about a year ago to Georgia Tech. And I started doing my photography business about two months ago. So it's been going pretty good so far. And you know, I'm just, I'm really just trying to continue to grow that business and continue to step out of my comfort zone. And I, I've been doing a pretty good job with it so far. So we're just gonna keep pushing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, bro. That's good to know that you, you know, really transition from being kind of scarred by having that anxiety, having that, you know, stress around, you know, being really yourself to really coming into yourself and just, you know, now you have a photography business. Now you've gotten that confidence. I would want to know, bro, you know, when you kind of had that anxiety, um, before you became a star, before you started a biz, before you started, you know, taking photos and me in the clothing line and things of that nature. Before all of that, bro, I know that you said, you know, like you said, you, you used to have anxiety. What was the real root behind you having that anxiety early on in your life? Shoot. To be honest, bro, when I was in high school, I used to always compare myself to other people. And 
I, I wanted to, I guess, be like them because I was never, you know, super lame in high school. I just kind of just stayed to myself. You know, I had a small circle of friends. But I would look at the the more, I guess you would say, popular kids. I'd be like, dang, they seem cool, bro. They they dressing nice. They they got all these friends. They, you know, they got all these, you know, stuff they're doing outside of school or whatever. And I was just always comparing myself to them, you know. And like like, like I said, I was just a just a quiet kid for real. And dang. What was the what was the question again? What was like what was um what was like the root behind your anxiety that you used to have early on, maybe, you know, high school or even before that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just comparing myself to other people, that's what really that was the root of my anxiety. And I was always scared to I guess I'm trying to think. I was always scared to I guess associate myself with those people because I feel like I wasn't as good enough as them. But in reality, you know, we all the same. And that's why I had to come to the realization of, you know, going into college and realizing that we all the same people. We all just, you know, doing our own thing, going through our own paths of life. And I just had to realize that that's kind of what's been helping me with, helping me with my anxiety, you know, over these past couple of years. So, yeah. Gotcha, bro. And, um... That's that's good to know that you, you know, like overcame the things that you were struggling with at first. Um, in terms of like comparing yourself and kind of looking at other people and thinking that they're cool or thinking that you know they're better in some type of way, you know, form or fashion. Like I did deal with the same thing. Like especially my situation, you know, being um, going through life, elementary school, middle school, high school, always being, always feeling like myself, like. Oh, I'm an outcast. Oh, like people don't look like me. People don't have like a scar right here, scar right here, and four other ones. You know, I say the same thing all the time. Like, you know, me being physically scarred was also emotionally scarring, mm -hmm. right? Because I had to deal with me, you know, being different and I had to grow into embracing my differences. So now, you know, obviously create the brand, scars make stars, or they make you stronger and not struggle. I want to know, bro, like when you had that anxiety, like what was kind of like the day to day for you? Like, how did you? Kind of, how did that anxiety kind of manifest in your life on a daily basis? Dang, so I guess it was it was really bad in high school because you know I walked through the halls and I was just kind of it's kind of like personal, but I was yeah, I kind of I just sweat a lot, oh, so I be sweating through my clothes for real, and I was so embarrassed by it, so I would always just wear black and I. It kind of just became my favorite color or one of my favorite colors black because I just didn't want people to see me like that. And yeah, I would I would just, you know, I stutter sometimes when I talk. So I kind of had a little speech impediment. And yeah, bro, it was it was definitely tough, bro. Just, you know, just passing by people in the hallways. It was always I was always kind of just like like in my show because I was just too afraid to talk to people sometimes and people I tell people I had anxiety but they'll tell me they didn't realize it so I guess it's more of a mental thing too like just that's just how I felt but I was still you know I still have my friends in high school or whatever but I just it was just a mental battle for real like like I said like a, you had your physical scar but I had my mental scar for real so yeah, okay. that's pretty much how I, I would describe that okay and I do want to know bro so you said obviously like for you, you know, you would tell people that you had anxiety. People didn't necessarily confirm what you were telling them. Like, they didn't, like, validate the things that you were saying to them. And to you, like, you're saying now, like, you know, you're basically saying, hey, maybe I didn't have anxiety. But from what I'm hearing, bro, like, the fact that you chose, you know, 
as an action to like we're all black like it's one thing it's words to say you know hey i might have not had anxiety but an action like you know you you know better than i do bro like actions mean more than words yeah so which with your actions basically you wearing all black you sweating down the halls you kind of not opening up as much as you wanted to and you kind of stand in yourself more than you would on average like when you did that and like when you was going that through high school bro like i want to know um what when did you kind of make that change like when did you start to dress differently kind of when did your behavior change and like what caused that change initially you mean like what maybe want to be like those people or no 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 like uh um, basically, basically to rephrase that is like, what, what initially caused you to start dressing differently, to start moving differently, to start not speaking to people as much as possible? Like what initially caused that? Like when, you know, it kind of started off, like what, what was the, what was the root cause? Yeah, yeah. Like, like what was the cause of it? Shoot. Honestly, I don't know. I'll be thinking about that sometimes. I think it's just a mental thing. Cause... I don't know, bro. It's it's no root. I don't know if there's like a root cause for real. It might just be because I I mostly grew up an only child in my house, so I was always just a quiet kid for real. And dang, I'm trying to think. I don't. I kind of I kind of forget about how what made me feel that way for real because I'm just I feel like I'm a much different person now. Cause I got way more confidence now. I'm doing way more things in life, okay. so I, I wouldn't. I would. I don't really know the root cause of it, but all I do know is that I was able to overcome it based on however that it originally, you know, started. Okay. So I was able to figure that out and just, you know, just run away from that. Yeah, bro. So I feel you. Yeah, that's that's good to know that you kind of like overcame that. And what I've noticed is a lot of times people can uncover and really reveal the best parts of themselves during the worst situations. You know, me speaking personally, this is just me being transparent. Like, I just got in a car accident about a week and a half ago. My car has a dent in it, my airbags popped out, and literally my left door doesn't even work anymore on the driver's side. So, with me kind of going through that situation, you know, I was able to drive a little bit after the accident, but I just took my car to a mechanic and he said, hey, you can't drive your car anymore. It's dangerous. The axle is messed up on the tire. You can't open your left door anymore um, behind the driver's behind the driver's uh, behind the driver's door. You can't open that door anymore. Literally, like the airbags popped out, so he couldn't fix my car legally. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't fix certain parts. The seatbelt is broken now. So. Just going through that worst situation, that's why I decided to revamp this podcast, which is basically why I say the best things can come from the worst situation. So, you know, tell me, bro, like before you got, you know, obviously to where you are right now, like your confidence is is increased. You have a bigger network. You have a better network as well. of People that are, you know, not making you anxiety, not making you anxious like you used to be at first. Like what was probably the worst thing that your anxiety led to that kind of caused you to really make a change? Dang. You know how in high school, you kind of, everyone wants to be in that high school relationship. They, they want a girl for real. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's real, bro. That's kind of like, that's kind of <laughs> was a, a problem for me too. Cause I was, I didn't have the confidence to really go up to girls. So, hey, bro. you know, I want to get married at some point. Obviously I feel yeah. like we all do. Yeah. So I was like, dang, my girl going, he don't want no little, you know, no 
person he doesn't want to date a guy that lacks confidence that's so, what he was thinking yeah yeah so that's that's that was one of the main things i was thinking so i was like dang let me let me let me get out my comfort zone more so i can you know learn how to connect with people more and not be so anxious not be so nervous and then that would maybe that's what that's why i think my wife would want a, a guy like mm -hmm. someone that just has confidence and you know yeah. not basically yeah, I feel like everyone deals with anxiety, but okay. someone that doesn't that doesn't let it let it rule their life for real. Okay. So that that's low key my main motivation to just you know. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So so was it like a specific event with girls that like caused you to say, hey, I need to really build my confidence up? Like, was it a specific point in time where that kind of clicked for you? I wouldn't say it was a specific time. It was just an example of how I wanted to connect with people more. You know, especially with a you know a girl, or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, there wasn't really a specific time for it. It's just I just wanted to be able to show my confidence to other people, and you know, and, and also in future relationships, and just yeah. even even future friendships also. Okay. So. Got you. So like when like okay, so I know like exactly what clicked. When did that click? Like, was it a certain, you know, grade you were in? Was it a certain age in high school? Like, when did that really click for you? Like, oh, if I want to be the man that my my ideal wife would want, I need to become that now. Like, when did that really click for you? Shoot. Probably, i say senior year. Because okay. I was about to, you know, graduate, start college. Okay. So I was like, I was like, yeah, let me, I should really just change the way I look at life because I'm about to go into this new chapter of my life mm. and I'm about to meet all these different people with, you know, more serious goals in life, especially with their career, you know. So I was like, yeah, let me do the same thing and even going to a new, going to a completely different um, education, you know, going to college, yeah. it's going to be times where I'm going to really be out of my comfort zone for real. So I was like, yeah, I got to, that's that's when it clicked when I, I wanted to just make a change in my life and just go for it, you know, or not my, when I say go for it, I mean, you know, go talk to that person or go connect with that group of people to really build your connections and, you know, your overall social circle. So you can, it can help you later down the road in the future. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. I got you. So basically kind of the timeline, as you said, Hey, you know, just kind of to recap, um, Basically, early on in life, you know, you dealt with anxiety, especially in high school, you know, wanting to be like other people, kind of seeing them and saying, hey, like, you know, they're, they dress better, they, you know, do things as better. So you started, you know, obviously dressing in black, it kind of became your favorite color as a result, and not only were you dressing in black and did your appearance change but also your behavior changed by you you know kind of not really networking like you could have you know you you know sweating when you were walking through the halls like you said and you know when it kind of clicked for you was kind of the senior year in high school right before you graduated right before you were about to make that big change and then going into college yeah. you said hey like if like i said before if you want to if i want to attract the wife that i want i need to become the person that my wife would be attracted to exactly so that's that's basically the timeline tell me bro like when it was your senior year when you kind of had that you know that catch-22 moment what did you start to do to really become that person that you know like your ideal wife would be attracted to what's some of the things that you did on a daily day-to-day -day basis to get to that point dang i would say yes yeah, so in senior year transitioning into my freshman year of college i made this rule this really i mean I kind of started doing this rule more so a couple years into college, but I would do this thing where 
no matter what people ask me, no matter what it is, if it can benefit me, then I'll say yes. Like anything, like if people ask me to hang out, I'll say yes. If people ask me to do this, I'll say yes. And that's what really helped me, you know, get out of my comfort zone for real. Cause I'll just, I'll just say yes to any opportunity that will only, that can benefit me, you know, physically, mentally, you know, just help overall helping with my anxiety. So that was a, that was a big rule I, I live by even at, at the beginning of college up to now. Okay. And I'm in my, um, I'm about to start my fifth year of college this coming fall. So okay. I just been living off that pretty much. Okay. And that's, that's really good to hear that you, you know, started saying yes to things you used to say no to, um, kind of like getting out of your shell and getting out of your comfort zone now so you could be more comfortable with that later. Um, definitely like, you know, want to applaud you for that, bro. It takes a lot of strength and internal, you know, drive to really do that. So kudos to you on that. I would want to know, bro, like you obviously know that when it comes to, you know, saying yes to certain things, sometimes you may unknowingly say yes to the wrong things. Yeah. Like, especially depending on the crowd that you hang around at college, you know, like with college, like even at Georgia Tech, bro, a lot of times, like you may say yes to the wrong things. You end up in the wrong place at the wrong time in the wrong environment. Mm -hmm. So when you started to like say yes to more people, how did you balance saying yes to the right things and not just saying yes to everything? Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I would, if I knew it could benefit me either then or later down the road, okay. that's when I'll say yes. And I'm pretty good at, you know, judging um, a situation. So I knew when it would benefit me, you know, for example, my friends were always, my, one of my friends back at Valdosta, he, um, he invited me to church. And it was like a, that was like a no-brainer to his church. He, it was a no-brainer to say yes because that was an opportunity for me to meet new people and also grow on my faith and everything. Okay. So that's like a prime example of, you know, knowing that's a good situation to, to say yes to. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good, bro. And me personally being at college, bro, um, being – or me personally having been, you know, in college, I've, like, known that when it comes to church, people can come and go. Especially it can be a specific thing where it's like you see your friends going, now you want to go. Now it's like a hangout. You know what I'm saying? So with you, like when we seeing like how many people come and go, bro, like it's, it's kind of funny because like somebody may say yes for the wrong reasons. So they might say yes to the right thing, but they have the wrong intention behind it. So, like, for you, bro, like, I want to know, in terms of you kind of saying yes to going to church and you saying yes to growing your faith, growing your network, like, how were you, how did you really, like, ground yourself to have good intentions behind saying yes? Like, basically, to simplify that question is, like, what made you genuinely want to grow your network and grow your faith by going to church and not just to have a good time? Like, what made you genuinely want to go forward with it? I just knew that it would, it would, be, it would basically benefit me, just in my overall happiness, yeah. and even how I just felt about myself and about life in general, because mm -hmm. you know, obviously, going to church is very vital to, you know, most people's lives that are very strong and, you know, take their relation relationship with God serious. Yeah. So I knew just going to church, I would, it would, I would genuinely feel just more complete in my overall life and just how I feel, you know, just about myself and how, how I'm carrying myself and, you know, navigating through life and everything. Okay. And at the same time, I could, I can be surrounded by people that think just like me for real. You feel me? Okay. So with people that just, that think just like me, that's gonna help me grow even more and just overall just increase my, 
just my, I guess just the way I look at life pretty much. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, okay. So basically it sounds like, all right, cool. Like kind of the timeline is after your senior year, you know, you were introduced to somebody, one of your friends. Now he, you know, invited you to church. He said, hey, I want to grow my network. I want to grow my faith. So you decided to start going to church. And what it did was it allowed you to start getting around like-minded individuals that were able to really help you. And not only were they helping you, but you were helping yourself by, you know, growing your network, growing your faith with God. Uh, talk to me a little bit more about not your, your network, because obviously, you know, you being surrounded by people with, with like minds and good minds. Like, I know that it can help you get to a good place. But network aside, like, how did you really grow your faith and relationship with God help you become more confident in who you are today? Yeah, so, you know, um... You know, most you know most Christians they pray every day. Mm -hmm. That was a big vital point, and you know, just helping myself, just mentally feel more happy, and I guess, um, you know, just look at life differently. So, okay. prayer really helped me, and you know, reading the Word every not every. I, I'm trying to be more consistent now, but you know, I'm, I try to read the Word as much as I can. Mm -hmm. You know, being busy with school and everything, but yeah, just you know, prayer and that meditation with got in the middle of it that that just really helped me you know lock in and focus you know and yeah that's um yeah just prayer is very powerful i would say that prayer is very yeah. powerful because yeah. most of the stuff i pray for has actually come true mm. so okay yeah it's just it's it's a real thing you know so mm. yes yeah, it's, it's great mess wow. that's my main you know okay, okay. that's why that's prayer bro it's good okay. and i mean just give the audience kind of some some insight like what are some of the things that you prayed about and that you prayed for that actually kind of manifested itself and came true mm -hmm. what's some examples yeah so i would say uh a big one was a big one was getting into georgia tech because you know i i say i'm not i say i'm not good at school but that's just me being humble about it because I feel like my grades should be higher than what they were because I study a lot and everything. But yeah, I, w I was always pray every night saying, God, if it's meant to, if it's in your will, then you'll get me into this really hard school. And, you know, now look at me now. I'm, I'm at Georgia Tech, you know, studying engineering. So that was one of the biggest, you know, blessings that God has blessed me with, you know, through prayer and asking him for his favor and his will. So, and also my photography business recently because I was just praying that, I'm still I'm still doing this prayer, but I'm just praying that God, He provides a plan for my future and my career goals, because I would love to do. I'm I mean, it's, photography on the side is really my main like focus right now, but if that can also be my main career, that would be awesome. So, yeah. like, just I've been praying about that, and you know, I've been getting you know clients and finding people to you know that want me to shoot for them, and so that's been seeing that in fruition and watching that unfold has been really cool and that's just like that prayer kind of unfolding slowly but we'll see where it goes in these in these coming months and coming years so i feel you bro that's 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 amazing bro that's amazing like that's that's definitely good to know that the things that you literally was that you literally like you know like you said were praying about that you were really striving to you know work towards and really accomplish like you know it really came true bro that's uh that's, that's definitely good. I'm like literally like happy for you just thinking about it, hearing it. So, yeah, bro. So, you said obviously you know you started growing your relationship with God, 
you started, you know, growing your faith. You were able to accomplish one of your one of your dreams, which is getting into Georgia Tech. And I do want to kind of like hone in on that um, because, like, when it comes to prayer, like, I feel like when it comes to pe most people that like pray about things, just from like my knowledge outside looking in, I think of it as like, all right, cool, like. You might be praying, you might be wishing for this, desiring it, you might have this goal, so to speak, but it's like, are you really putting the work in towards accomplishing that goal, you know what I'm saying? Because one thing that I feel like a lot of people, you know, they kind of do, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through, you know, kind of affirmations is they they try to speak stuff into existence yeah. right so like they might go to god try to speak it into existence by asking him like you know can like you know god can you please have, have this happen for me they might do they might have affirmations they write them on their wall and they stick it up and they recite it in the mirror every day and every night yeah. like what would you say separated you from most people that just pray and wish and affirm everything and you actually accomplishing it like what what separated you from you know, people that just affirm things and you actually accomplishing that thing. Like, yeah. what was the, what's the difference between you and them? So, you know, prayer definitely is a real thing. And behind that prayer, you should also try to, you know, make that, opp that opportunity come true in itself by just doing things in your daily life that can also help you move closer to that goal. So... So basically, you know, if it's in God's will, then it's going to happen. But also, you got to be able to take action upon yourself, too. Especially, you know, when finding your wife. Because you can't just sit around in your room hoping a girl's going to come to your door and knock and be like, hey, I'll marry you if you marry me or whatever. And she's cute. Like, that's that's not realistic at all. So you got you to actually take action and, you know, go to these events that can help you, you know, build uh, build your craft in that certain skill you know maybe selling shirts or me trying to take better pictures you got to be able to you know just find those connections and let god take care of the rest because he'll once you get to that spot he'll take you even farther down the road than what you even imagined for real so yeah that's my main that's my main point on that sir nah i definitely agree with that bro i mean one specific point that i i love that you mentioned that i don't think people really understand the magnitude of is you know, putting time into literally like putting putting your time into like bettering your craft and doing that by like by getting in different rooms. Like I feel like what a lot of people do is they kind of cage themselves in and they might try to learn the skill by do, trying, you know, to do something all on their own. Like, you know, if you want to become a better photographer, they try to do something all on their own by just, you know, they might read a million books on photography. They watch a million YouTube videos. If I want to get better at selling T-shirts, um, you know, you just go into YouTube. You just go in, you know, to read certain books on selling T-shirts. But the way that you really do it is by getting around people. And not only what that does is it not only gives you information, but it, you know, gives you clientele because it's like you, you might be taking pictures and then somebody's like, oh, you know, what are y'all doing? Oh, it's a photo shoot. You know, I'm a photographer. Now you might get a new client by you just networking. Yeah. Same thing with me selling shirts. Like, I might go to an event and then me literally going to that event and me having a pop-up, me selling a shirt like this, literally what could happen is not only me, you know, giving somebody a shirt and, you know, them 
cash app at me, the bread or whatever the case might be, somebody else could see that as and be like, yo, bro, that shirt's hard just because I'm in public now. Yeah. I'm not just in private. Yeah. So I feel like just getting out of your comfort zone and getting out of whatever room you usually stay in and getting in the room that you need to be in, yeah. it's like going to help you because then, like I said, bro, somebody else could see a shirt, be like, that's hard, bro. Now, the more people that's supporting you as a result of you having one person supports you it's like a looping effect like you got one person supports you now two people see you now three people see you now maybe their whole family is interested you got a whole family just because one person initially supported you what's good y'all so unfortunately we had to end the first episode early due to some technical difficulties next time i'm gonna make sure the camera's all the way charged but that's not what i'm here to tell y'all what i'm here to tell y'all is be sure to stay tuned for the next scars make stars episode if you aren't already subscribed to the scars make stars channel go ahead and subscribe Go ahead and like, comment your favorite part of the podcast. Hey, and let me know in the comments if I should bring Byron back, man. He gave some real good answers, so let me know if I should bring him back. And if y'all haven't tapped in with the shirt yet, come on. Mother's Day drop. It's officially before the release date, about three days before we release. But scars make stars. Moms make stars. If you want to make your mom a star, and if your mom's made you a star, go ahead and cop a Moms Make Stars t-shirt. And I'm going to see y'all later. Scars make stars, we out. Gang.